Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes, autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind, digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments, enabling children and parents to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments both socially and politically that will enable our children to thrive. For those those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, well, we write thought pieces every other Sunday. We have one scheduled to drop this upcoming Sunday. So be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. If you're looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 10 different podcast platforms. So definitely be sure to check out the links that we've provided in the description down below for your listening leisure. Now, as is the convention, subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like our conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Allo les meufs et les mecs. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And today our topic of discussion is education. Now, this is a little bit of a continuation of the first video that we covered this week, which is really a conversation around redefining the perceived demarcation between local and global citizenship. And now, like, that can be a bit of a mouthful, but I do believe that what previously didn't require conversation conversation, like we always felt fairly sure that there were significant differences that demarcated who we were as individuals who are part of a specific country, you know, defined by specific geographical lines and, and others. And I think with social media, the ways that we identify by way of our local citizenship is blurred by way of global citizenship. Like for me, the way that I see myself as Canadian, I don't see a whole lot of difference in how I see myself as a Canadian in terms of how I see myself as a global citizen. I don't see so many degrees of separation 
separation that exists between who I am and my individuality and the value that I place on my individuality and the individuality of others who were raised in a different context with their attitudes and beliefs and formed by different, you know, traditions, cultural norms, religions, so on and so forth. And a lot of why that takes place is because of access. Now, this conversation today is really going to be about access and about the significance and importance of access and providing our at-home education about how we inform our sense of individuality and how we demarcate the value that we place on our individuality from the value that we place in the individuality of others. And I think what access provides us is an opportunity to really start to reinforce valuing individuality regardless of context and regardless of you know the setting. And I think because access was controlled, because access was previously limited, because access was also informed by an external narrative that was that was slanted. I think it had a political agenda, it had its own raison d'être, it had its own sort of implicit, I think it had its own implicit objective in terms of why it wanted us to perceive people a specific way and a lot of it had to do with just, you know, global social political tensions or politics that were self-serving and I think now that we can inform ourselves, now that we have a say and we can navigate access our own way, we don't have to be so reliant on external forces feeding us a specific narrative that creates distance, this perceived distance between us and others. And I think what that ends up doing is reinforcing this sense of global citizenship, which is really just another way of saying is reinforcing connection beyond borders. And I love that I feel connected to so many different people across so many different social contexts, religions, traditions, and cultures simply because of my being able to access them and follow them and be a fly on the wall because of their social media. And I'm so curious and I think in being able to satisfy my curiosity, I see how I can, I'm similar to someone who, who grew up in a completely different context than I did, who grew up even with their language informed from very different things in mine, their history informed from very different things than mine and just realizing and really the links that I can build, right? Regardless of the differences, there's so many links that I can build that help me see my humanity reflect back at me in people who live halfway across the world and people who live in a completely different socioeconomic class and people who, who live having been exposed to things that I, I've never been exposed to before in my life. And I can still connect with these people because of the access that our current era has allotted to us. So I think that there needs to be much more emphasis on access. And I think as caregivers, as parents, as people who are educators, who are facilitators, I think we need to start to be more strategic in the way that we leverage access inform not only individuality but to inform collectivity inform a sense of global collectivity inform a sense of global community and I think that that's my position and again like these are just open-ended conversations I don't have a specific stance as yet I think it's still cultivating it's still developing but what I'm loving is the fact that with the increased access with the fact that I'm leaning into these social media platforms especially given the pandemic and you feel physically isolated you kind of lean into some of these alternative opportunities opportunities to connect with others, I am recognizing that the differences that I once put so much weight 
in just have so much less significance. And I only see that being a benefit to me, recognizing that I value differences in a different way, right? I value differences by way of how I can still build a bridge and create connectivity despite these specific differences. I love that I am always surprised by the ways that I see myself in other people, despite the fact that their religion is completely different than mine. They eat different food than I eat. They have different values than I do, but their humanity is like what brings us together. And I think that access, having unadulterated access, unfiltered, un, un doctored access is super important. And I think as parents, as facilitators, if we think about access and the access that our children has, it's gonna be way far beyond the access that we have even right now. I think it's important that we provide the appropriate foundation provide the appropriate guardrail so that we can build as much as we can on this newfound access that we have. And I think we take the access for granted. We take for granted like how many different perspectives are a byproduct of this access. How many of us are much more better informed, have a stronger awareness of all of the different factors that take into it, that are at play when we think about the positions that we take in a global local landscape. And I just wanted to have this conversation just to kind of get the gears going because I think access is very powerful. I think that it's a tool that we need to leverage. I think it's a tool that we need to think critically about as we begin to recognize that access needs to shift the way that we look at education. Access needs to shift the way we look at mental health, the way we look at mental wellness. We need to recognize that it provides us so many different alternative angles, points of views, points of references and resources that we can leverage within and across different communities. And I wanted to just put it out there. So this isn't going to be a long video. It's just going to be a video where I kind of put this on the table for us all to think about, for us all to build guardrails around because I think access not, is powerful, but it can also be something that can be detrimental. Like if we're not provided the appropriate guardrails, if we don't know how to think critically about what we do with the access that we have been provided or how we take that access and really leverage it in a way to benefit us, then I think it could potentially serve to harm us. In any case, this is just me thinking out loud this week. I think with education, there's so much more that we need to consider by way of education than we need to consider prior to and I think why not have those conversations here I mean they're not being had in a lot of different places so I figured hey let me just kind of put it to you and see what your thoughts and opinions are in any case before letting you go I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live for the foreseeable future at least twice a month every month on our Facebook page so definitely be sure to tune in now these events are paid events though we do facilitate them in such a way where we're fostering the critical thinking and the life skills required to derive more meaning and fulfillment out of life. And if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis, then might I suggest our package plan. So we do offer package plans that provide you with unlimited access to our live events and also webinars and workshops over and above those live events. So definitely be sure to tune in and we look forward to chatting with you soon. <laughs>